Hi, welcome to Google Am I Dying, a podcast all about Google search history. I'm Rachel. And I'm Chloe. And every week we dive into each other's weirdest search history elements, send them to each other, discuss. I don't know, it's a good party. It's a a Google party. It's a Google party. It's a Google party. And based on whether or not we can justify our searches or whether, I don't know, makes us feel good or bad or whatever, we give each other a point. Uh, And whoever wins at the end uh, wins literally nothing. So let's dive in. How are you, Chloe? I'm coping. How are you doing? (laughs) Coping. I like that word. I feel like that, that really sums up how I'm feeling today as well so tell me why are you and how are you coping right well okay I so I actually use the word coping because earlier when you and I first picked up the phone to each other just like as a chat Mm. I said how are you doing as because we always say how you doing it's like the human thing to say right yeah or you said how you doing I don't know and I the response was like oh not bad yeah not bad when we both know we're not doing okay (laughs) I know. I know. This time I decided to be more honest. <laughs> I know because I'd literally text you like five minutes before, being like, "I'm really worried. I'm going to cry on this podcast. I've just been crying on and off all day." And um, I'm like, "How you doing, right? Yeah, not bad. <laughs> not bad. Not bad. It's just such a like British thing to do, isn't it? Like, how are you doing? Yeah, crumbling, crumbling, but not bad. Absolutely fine. Not bad. Yeah. Oh, um, so, so you're yeah, coping. I'm coping. I'm coping. I've I've got to the end of the week. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'll tell you what. This is this was my this is the level of like me crumbling. So, oh no, I got to the end of the day. It was like five fifteen. I could see the end of my meeting coming up, like mm-hmm. in the calendar. I was like, right, I'm gonna treat myself to a pizza and some chips. Nice. Yes, both. It's great, uh, and I'm gonna order it so that it comes to my house right when my meeting finishes, and it'll be like such a lovely treat, and I'll have like a little downtime. Uh, so the, the delivery comes. I'm super excited. All of a sudden, I get a text from my boss. Where are you? And I was oh like, God. Oh. apparently there was another meeting. Oh, no. <laughs> so, so now I'm eating the pizza while listening to the meeting, getting more and more stressed because I was A, late to the meeting and B, like the meeting just sucked. Oh. And I'm like now eating not mindfully, so I'm not even tasting it. And I got to the end and I was like, wait, I just like wasted my like one treat for the week, which was a delivery pizza. And I wasted all those calories. And then I like called my mom and was like lying on the couch like, I'm so unhappy with my life choices. So <laughs> that's, where we're, that's where we're at. Oh, wow. Interesting. Oh, yeah. don't worry uh-huh. about that. That's just, I mean, God, we just ordered a curry and we ordered a curry. So bear in mind, I was out in Cardiff on Thursday night had a few beers with my brother and his girlfriend ordered a curry then right I, for some reason I was feeling really brave and I ordered a vindaloo right I've oh been in God. pain yeah I've been in pain all day like it's just not been a fun day and then we got in and I've, I've done it again I just ate a really spicy curry I'm gonna be in a world of pain tomorrow I'm such <laughs> a ma- I'm such a masochist do you watch I'm oh, gonna be in dear. tears on the settee tomorrow like uh my bowels are burning oh um so what I'm saying is fuck your choices it doesn't matter just I've just made I've just made a really daft choice myself as well but like whatever and I've got (laughs) a glass of Prosecco even though I know I'm feeling sad and I know I'll get to the end of this glass and I'll be like oh I just feel really sad I need to go back to Wales even though I've just got back Mm -hmm. today so yeah coping we're coping you know what my therapist always says to me just meet yourself where you're at 
And I feel like that's the best we can do is just meeting ourselves where we're at today. We're feeling shit and we're feeling sad and it's okay. It's fine. We'll just live that today. That's great. Tomorrow we might feel different. That'd be great. I hope so. I I always, I'm a strong um, believer in sleep. I I think Hmm. it doesn't matter how bad a day is. I do feel like if you just go to bed early and get that good night's sleep, like everything just seems a little bit better the next day. I'm so, I'm such a strong, I mean, for that, for that reason, over lockdown, I have been known to go to bed at like 8pm. Because I'm just like, this day is not getting any better. I'm done with this day, so I'm just going to sleep <laughs> yeah. it away, which I don't think is a very good coping mechanism because, you know, by that logic, I could just sleep all day, every day if I'm having a bad day. Just sleep. <laughs> uh, yeah. But yeah, I like it. I think we should both have an early night tonight and then For sure. check in tomorrow, see how we're feeling. <laughs> yeah, no, that sounds lovely. I also <sighs> think exhaustion when you are tired is a huge factor in feeling crummy because oh yeah I definitely haven't been sleeping and I I think that's what I'm really feeling today is just like barely holding it together mentally because I'm so tired so oh totally totally and it's it's been so hot as well so I think like the night oh I just can't sleep in this heat I've just been like going to bed with the fan on but then the the sound of the fan wakes me up and then uh, uh, so I'm just poof (laughs) I'm like four <laughs> nights of broken sleep in and I'm just like, nah. Uh, and hormones. What we're saying is uh, well. everybody buckle up for another late night loopy podcast. Oh God. It can go one of two ways. I think we'll either get those tears that I uh, warned you might come or we'll go the other way and it'll be delirious and a lot of laughter. I'm hoping for yeah. the latter. Let's hope uh, for the latter. Yes, definitely. Because my eyes are so puffy, I can't do any more crying today. Oh, bless you. Honestly, I'm such a loser. Anyway, never mind. Shall never we play mind. The, shall we play this game? Let's play this game. Yeah, yeah absolutely. You go first, I reckon. Because I think right. I'll Yeah, go. Okay. So on the topic of hormones, because oh, I on. think I know what this is, but I'm not 100% sure. Okay. Uh I would like to discuss with you your search this week, Moon Cup. A Moon Cup. I knew. I thought you'd like that one. <laughs> oh, so basically, you know, it's um, you know, I, I think as I've mentioned, I've been, I've been crying a lot and eating a lot, so I'm sure you can guess what where I am in my cycle. Um, and I went shopping for you know accoutrements, lady lady business. I call it. I call it lady bits mm-hmm. in my house. I'm like. Ian, can you check my lady bits drawer? Have I got stuff? Do I need to buy stuff? Um, so I was searching for lady bits stuff, and they just never. This so, a is so expensive. Like it blows my mind every single time how expensive it is for like a box of cotton wool, like cylinders that that have yeah. one use only. Like it's it's nuts, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, and secondly, like it's never the right ones. Like I don't know. It's I always get like this little light flow at the end of my of my lady fun time week as we call it <laughs> so you need like a special teeny tiny tampon there we go I said it mm-hmm. um but they they just don't get stocked anywhere and I'm just like well it's too much to not use anything anyway I was like do you know what there has to be a better way and my sister is a uh, advocate of moon cups she she likes them so she said I should look into it so I googled it and so you know what they are right they're like Little mm-hmm. silicone cups with like a, a stem on them. The insertion process confuses me, I'll be honest. 
because oh yeah same that's why I wanted to discuss it because I'm I'm still I have no idea right it just looks really confusing so I googled it and read a few stories and it doesn't sound easy it doesn't sound easy because it's basically got to sit high up enough that it, it you essentially create a seal so uh-huh. yeah and if you get it right apparently it's amazing because you, you can leave it in there in there up there um for like 12 hours which is great because I hate it when you're out and about with friends or you're at a gig or like somewhere that isn't you know the best place to go do the changeover but with this right. you don't have to worry about that it'd just be up there um and it says you can use it in public bathrooms but what do you do do you like because it gathers the the stuff doesn't it uh-huh and then you pull it out would you just like pour it into the toilet and then what do you do you rinse it I'm, i guess you'd have to rinse it but what if you're at a, a, in a public toilet do you just go to the sink and like don't mind me <laughs> yeah and cup. then also like um what if it's a massive queue like at your, if you're at a gig or something yeah. you have to get back in the queue after you've rinsed it <laughs> that's what i mean i've got so many questions yeah um because nobody seemed to address that in the reviews that I read it was all very much like oh from the comfort of my own home and oh I wouldn't want to be doing this for the first time in a public toilet it took me ages to get to grips with it la, la, la. so it sounds quite tricky and mm. I'm a bit squeamish as well I don't really like to you know I'm really scared what if it got lost yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but it can't get lost can it no there's no way for it to no, go no it just would be a, a... I imagine would potentially require some other kind of implement to get it back out if it went too far. If it went out of your fingers reach, you know, you gotta yeah. get something up there. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but eventually it would hit your cervix, so it can't like go in your womb or anything. No, no, it, but it's got to sit high up enough. But then you've got the stalk that you can pull, that you pull to get it out, I think, right. or something like that. But the there's also two sizes so this this kind of was I was like oh hello so there's one size which is for under 30 year olds who haven't had a baby and then the other one is like for 30 plus year olds who've had a baby and I'm like lots of 30 plus people haven't had a baby yeah excuse me yeah what the hell I was like what are you sort of like kind of insinuating yeah. I don't know I didn't like that at all also, it made me feel are, a bit like maybe the, are they implying that my vagina is now as loose as someone who's had a baby in their 20s right that's it that's what that's what I was really kind of <laughs> <laughs> a little bit like, oh <laughs> yeah does that happen because I mean I, 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 I so. didn't google it because it was late at night oh, and I was yeah. just kind of like, I'm just getting to grips with the moon cup idea here. <laughs> I don't want to be Googling whether at 30 my vagina is postpartum. <laughs> <laughs> That's oh, horrifying. Oh. I know. <laughs> I mean... I'm gonna have to Google it after this, definitely. But that's that's what what's implied, yeah. right, by the sizing. Yeah. Um. So I didn't like that at all because I was just a bit like, a, you're through through the sizing, you are sort of like pressuring me societally that I should have had a baby by now, which no, fuck you. And two, what am I loose? Yeah. <laughs> Flinging a pencil up Oxford Street, like you know, no, it's horrible. Oh dear. 
Mm. So, so do you think you mm. would do it? Do you think you'd ever do it? Yes, I think I will. I'd like to try it just because as well, it's very environmentally friendly, isn't yeah. it? Because there's no waste. It's just because it's, I don't know whether it, it has like a lifespan once you've bought it, but I'm sure it does. But it's reusable and yeah, no waste. And also 12 hours without worrying about changeovers and oh, I better find a toilet soon because it's been you know six hours and I don't want toxic shock syndrome like it's stressful yeah you know and I'm so forgetful as well like honestly I've, I've even thought about setting timers you know just to be like right time uh go change but oh god because there's nothing worse than when you've forgotten and then all of a sudden you're in like, oh. a meeting or something and you can't leave and you're like oh no no I've just spilled yeah. over the, the quota and we're yeah, in exactly trouble we've got like seconds left <laughs> i know seconds left and if i stand up now yeah. without thinking about how i stand yeah. up, then god knows <laughs> might fall down my trouser exactly. leg so oh, oh i hate it and also there's no way because it's definitely happened to me when i've been like in a meeting with my boss or something um and i've just been like i don't know you cross your leg funny and you're like oh it's time but there's no way that your eyes don't communicate that because you can feel your eyes widening it's the realization of i've left it too long yeah oh nothing exactly so i'd really like to have that freedom of just knowing that you're plugged in you're ready to go for 12 hours and in the night as well oh be great yeah so would you do it then would you or have you i haven't but no I've always been a bit, yeah, I think for all the same reasons you've been a bit squeamish about it, I've been a bit squeamish mm. about it. But yeah, for all the same reasons I've thought I should probably give it a go. So I don't know. Maybe it wouldn't be so bad after you get used to it because, you know, we do. it's not like we don't see that stuff. We deal with it. Mm. It's part of our own body. Oh, yeah. So, you know, maybe it's fine. Oh, yeah. I think, to be honest as much as I say I'm squeamish I think you know if it's fine it's fine it's just more the it's just more the yeah like in public just like rinsing it out in the sink that makes me feel a bit yeah. weird but then I'm like do they make little bottles of like spray that you can spray on it to rinse it whilst you're in the cubicle or is that yeah. I don't know I think there's there's a lot of lateral searches that that I should have done alongside the moon cup google right. uh which I haven't done but there's time there's time and as of today I've probably got about 28 days to make up my mind on whether <laughs> I whether I take the plunge so right okay yeah. well keep so, me posted uh, I will maybe I'll maybe we should both do it and then report back yeah we should we should write reviews well I'm gonna give you a point for that because oh thanks. you know although I haven't quite figured out how you insert it that's probably too graphic for the podcast anyway so uh true I never know where the line is <laughs> is there is a line there? I don't know so uh but I feel like I did learn some interesting or I thought about some interesting concepts around it how you how you deal with it in public restrooms etc so yeah yeah okay oh thank you very much thank you I knew you'd choose that one as well I thought yeah that's gonna lure her in um okay right so I want to ask you about just because what Taylor Swift in a suitcase (laughs) yeah right okay so (laughs) right I'm laughing because I have a very clear mental image of this I'm going to try to paint it for you right okay so somebody on 
our beloved TikTok. Oh, yeah. Said, was like, you know that meme that's like, how are they going to know? They're not going to know. How would they know? They're going to know. How would they know, though? That's like sometimes used. Uh, uh, maybe not. Okay, well, there's this audio that's used and people do a lot of like miming over that audio. Oh, okay. Yeah. And they always have a caption that's like, the converse as if the conversation was happening between two different people yeah and so this caption was like taylor swift fans and taylor swift talking about the suitcase and i was like what the hell is this talking about and so i googled taylor swift suitcase right. <laughs> or in a suitcase or something because she allegedly gets brought into an and uh brought back to her new york apartment in a gigantic suitcase what Oh, what, to avoid the super fans? Yeah, and the paparazzi. So there's, like, these photos of this massive black suitcase and her bodyguards are, like, taking it to the the car and bringing it back into the apartment. And there's all these things about how, like, Taylor Swift was seen at a club and then was not seen re-entering her apartment. But minutes later, after this suitcase was delivered, Gigi Hadid showed up at the apartment. Why would she have gone to Taylor's apartment if Taylor wasn't there? And they're like, oh. she must have been in the suitcase. <laughs> what the hell? Yeah. And then Zane from One Direction apparently said in an interview, yeah, Taylor Swift like showed up to our writing session in a suitcase or something. But I think uh, he was probably lying or joking. Uh, but right. still, I was like, well, maybe she does. And then so I, wa- I like looked at a bunch of different paparazzi pictures of her like allegedly in the suitcase. You definitely could fit her in this. Bo- this it was big. Um, right. So yeah, I don't know what to think, but I guess the other theory is that it's like her music or her like some kind of recording equipment or something that she just brings with her lots of places and her bodyguards were put in charge of it because they're strong and also because it's important no one steals it. Like, I don't know, but yeah, that's uh, apparently a thing that could be happening. I mean, that makes sense, doesn't it? Because I know, did you watch that documentary uh, on Netflix that, that she did? No, um, I didn't. So we watched it because I, I think we've had this conversation before, but I am not a big fan of Taylor Swift at all. Like, I just, I don't know. I, I just don't have the patience. But I thought I'd watch it uh, to see if it changed my mind. It didn't. But um, <laughs> but but I kind of did feel for the girl in parts because she's such a huge celebrity that it's yeah. really hard to just live your life, isn't it? And because she had, like, stalkers outside of her house. I think, I'm sure she, it still happens now, but you know really scary spooky shit like people just out there camping out and really weird so that would make sense just get yourself put in a suitcase leave places and I quite like that actually I mean I'm sure you've been in many a situation like a social situation where you're like I need to leave right now I just want to do an Irish exit but that's really (laughs) rude but imagine if someone just wheeled in a suitcase and just climbed in yeah I'd love that yeah what happened to Chloe? I don't know, but some some beefy dudes came in here and carried a suitcase away, and uh, she might have been in there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know the way that the like celebrities evade press or evade fans has always been mm. really entertaining to me. I remember, oh yeah, the Beatles module that I took at university about all the different ways the Beatles tried to evade the crazy Beatlemania stuff oh. that's going on. Um, and it was quite scary. Like there was actually a, a fake limousine that they had leave as though the Beatles were in there. 
and the fans right. mobbed it and jumped on top of it and caved the roof of the limousine in with their weight. Oh my god. And had they been in there, they would have died. <laughs> it's like, yeah, you know, um, people need to chill out a bit and give celebrities some privacy because that's just like, you don't sign up to become that famous, you know? You sign up no. to be well-known for your work or to get lots of, you know, notoriety or something, but not for people to like threaten your life, you know? I know, but it's kind of weird, isn't it? It's like, I, I don't know what the obsession is, you know, because I, I don't really understand it because, you know, there's a lot of musicians or people that I really love, but I just don't really feel the need to, I don't know, just want to be in their life like that or them being mine. I just I just think it's really weird. I, I don't really, I'm not a fangirl, I guess. Yeah. I'd probably fangirl David Duchovny, though, still, so. <laughs> now I think about it. He is, he is a fan favorite. I did even a little bit. I tagged him in our like Instagram trailer for that episode. <gasps> did he respond? I was like, no, but I was like, oh, I wonder if he'll see this. <laughs> oh my god, imagine. Oh, David. Oh, hi, David. <laughs> I think maybe he'll be our friend. <laughs> I wonder what he'd be like. No, but that's the other half of it. Like, I wonder what they'd be like. Because what if it's really disappointing? Like, what if they're nothing like what you think they're going to be like? I don't know. Yeah. It would just be disappointing. But. I've just never understood this need to like be in their lives and know everything about them. And I don't know. It's kind of odd. I've never fancied it. Mm. I mean, I actually wrote a dissertation about this because oh, yeah. I am a bit of a fangirl, mm. but not to that level. No. I get more obsessed with the thing than the person. Yeah. And so like Harry Potter, I'm obsessed with the, the franchise or whatever. Yeah. And when I was younger, I had a crush on one specific actor, Rupert Grint. Yeah, yeah. But I wasn't like necessarily. Well, I was a bit actually stalking him. Uh, anyway, low key. Like <laughs> low key, I made my mom drive around Hertfordshire looking for his house. No, but that's you fine. Didn't. Did you actually? That's normal. Did you actually? Oh my god, this you yeah. are the wrong person to have this conversation with. Also, just now you agreed with me. You just agreed with me. It was like, oh, I don't really get it when they do that. You're like, yeah, no, so weird, so weird. I know. Well, I for, I've repressed that memory until just now, so I'm laughing so much. Anyway, um, so no, but normally in my adult life, I'm not like that. Okay, yeah, sure. Um, yeah, yeah sure. I believe you, Chloe. <laughs> Don't lie. When you found out that his girlfriend had their baby, were you? A I was very yeah, sad. You were That's upset. true. Yeah, I know. I know. I was very sad. Um, oh. But anyway, I wrote my wrote my dissertation about it because I I recognized those traits in myself. Yeah. And basically, the psychology behind a lot of that type of obsession is over familiarity and the belief that you are like as popular as have the potential to be as popular as famous or as famous as those people. Oh. And that comes it's pr particularly prevalent in young people because of social media these days. Ugh. So you can become like your own micro celebrity. Yeah. People are liking your photos and following you and like sharing stuff. And people just start to have this like heightened level of like, I'm important. Yeah. And then there's this extra contact with a celebrity. Like I've had some celebrities like my tweets before that they, I've like tagged them in. Oh yeah. Random people, like not like, you know, big big names but like random like celebrities from a tv show or something i'll mm. tag them and they've liked it and it's always cool and you're like oh they liked my post or whatever yeah people with that like extra like 
I guess you probably have to have an underlying personality like this as well, but like have that extra heightened sense of importance, oh. start to feel that this intense overfamiliarity with that celebrity, like, oh, well, they liked my post. So like, what's to say they won't ask me on a date? And like, it can get really out of hand and like snowball really fast. Yeah. And that's when you start getting into like stalking territory and like really creepy that's stuff. That's it. It's a fine line, isn't it? Yeah, because yeah. it's weird when you do you know see these documentaries about like these stalkers and stuff and the way they talk about the said celebrity you know they talk about them like they're their best friend you know like say it was Mariah Carey they'll be like oh my god Mariah what's she like oh Mariah she's always like that and it's like Mm. she doesn't even know who you are it's really oh it's odd also Mariah Carey why did I choose that as a example (laughs) that woman is not I don't know. She's just not. I guess she's got that song. Why are you so <gasps> obsessed with me? That's exactly <laughs> it. That's exactly it. You just yeah. completely unraveled my thought process. That's exactly it. Yeah. <gasps> I did actually quite like that song when it came out. Apparently. I know. It's actually really good. I liked the video too because it had that guy from 30 Rock. Oh, yes. Him. Yeah. <laughs> but wasn't that song written, or there was a rumor anyway, that that song was written about uh, Eminem? Because didn't Eminem have like a bit of an yeah so it is I didn't make that up I think it is yeah because he used to rap about her a lot oh in like derogatory creepy ways yeah oh no oh what like oh your booty ass kind of like the Kanye Taylor Swift debate of like when Kanye rapped like I I still think that me and Taylor could have sex or whatever, oh, that yeah. controversial line. Yeah. Eminem line. was just like, I'm going to fuck Mariah and then I'm killer and I put him in my basement. Oh my like, God. That kind of <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Eminem's always slightly angry, isn't he? He's not a happy bunny, is he, Eminem? <laughs> Old Marshall Mathers. <laughs> oh, Eminem. Um, he's another, like, one of my all-time favorite crushes. Is he? I would, I would, oh, I love him. I don't know why I can't stop it. It's unhealthy, but. Ooh. I really like him. <laughs> but are you a like slim shady bleached hair era Eminem fan or did you like him when he went brunette? No, I think brunette. Yeah, yeah brunette. I could... The mature the mature Marshall. Mature Marshall. MMM. Yeah. Mature Marshall mothers. Eminem and Eminem. Eminem and Eminem. Eminem and Eminem. Oh dear. <laughs> oh god. Okay, anyway, right. we've gone way off yeah, topic. Back on track. So, Taylor Swift in a suitcase. Yeah. Um, I want to give you a point, actually. I feel like we're at point, uh, point giving point in the uh, conversation. Yeah. yeah. I'd like to give you a point yeah. just because I like that idea. And I think it's actually quite clever whilst being really simple, you know? Yeah. So, for that no, reason. I, I hope it's true. Yeah. For that, I, I hope it's true. I might do my, some Googling myself. So you get a point too. So we're at one or oh, oh. amazing. Right. The next two searches, I haven't the foggiest what you mean by either of them. So oh. I'm quite excited. Okay. Um, this first one is just Worm's Head Gower. Oh, Worm's Head Gower. So oh yeah, yeah. oh I had the loveliest day uh out last week. It was so nice. So the Gower is uh just like coastal area in south wales just the other side of swansea um and we went to this place called worm's head and it's just basically like this little bit of land like a little peninsula i guess but really small uh that sticks up through the sea and you can cross it uh between like certain hours whilst the tide is out um and because it pokes out a little bit into the sea they call it a worm's head 
um Aww. yeah so we climbed it and oh, I packed so much stuff right because I knew I was going oh I heard Draco then is he okay it's actually some foxes screaming oh, is it? Oh. <laughs> yeah oh London I was like I bet they can hear this oh, but I don't know what to do oh they're scary <laughs> minds aren't they hey I tell you why do you know why they scream like that have you Are they having sex yeah but have you seen their cocks have you seen their willies no, but I've heard that like once it goes in, it can't come back out till he's finished, and it like rips the inside of the female. Box. Yeah, they've got barbed, uh, barbed willies, so it, it's designed to go in, scrape out the life juices of the other foxes, and then leave the. Yeah, it's horrible. That's why it sounds. I almost rang the police when I first moved to Tooting. Right, I was like, <laughs> this woman's like being something awful's happening, and I need to call the police. Um, <laughs> But it was just a bit too rhythmic for it to sound, you know, mm. like a spontaneous. Anyway, anyway, what were we talking about? We weren't talking about anything. Oh, yeah. Worms Wait. head down. Oh, yeah. The seaside. <laughs> the seaside. The lovely seaside. Um, yeah. So I went to the Gower and climbed this um, thing. But I, I went for the day. So the plan was, uh, it's lovely. There's There are these uh, fields filled with sunflowers. Um and it's amazing because sunflowers are my favourite flowers in the world. And you could just wander around and frolic in sunflowers and then pick your own. Um, and then, you know, the plan was to go down to the beach and swim. So I packed so much stuff. I had this backpack and I had this other coat and I had a raincoat because whales. And I had sun cream, I had towels, sliders, everything ready to, for this full day out. My mum was like, where where the bloody hell do you think you're going? Like, you're carrying so much. I was like, man, we have a big day ahead. Um <laughs> but then when we got there, there was just a miscommunication because we parked the car and then Rach, my mate who I went with, she was like, yeah, we'll just wander and then we'll just like come back to the car, blah, blah, blah. No, she didn't mean just wander. She was like, let's fucking hike Worm's Head. And so I left everything I would have needed for this hike in the car, you know, water, sun cream, no. any like snacks, shit like that, all in the car. And instead I just went hiked this bloody mountain thing bareback on nothing but you know the <laughs> nothing but my saliva for hydration um took ages and it was really rocky and treacherous nearly fell over three times um but it was worth it obviously as you can imagine because by the time you climbed to the top and I mean climbing now I was like kind of on my hands and knees it felt like at one point it's very steep but oh, the views were lovely, and it was like it was actually like one of those days where it was quite sunny, so there was like blue sky and um. But um, yes, yeah, so that's why I googled that because when my mate was like, "Do you want to go to Worm's Head?" I was like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" So <laughs> thought I'd Google that. Aww. But it was really nice. But I didn't even end up going swimming in the sea in the end because the hike took that well, long. Well, I'm very impressed you managed to do that without water. Uh, so am I I thought by the time I got at the top I was like got to walk all the way back down <laughs> dive into the sea and, and it, drink the sea <laughs> honestly it was tempting it was but it was yeah I was just kind of like guys communication like mm. if I'd have known that the little walk was going to be the three hour round hike I would have packed my water and my sun cream because yeah, Ian's nose was like a different shade of red oh. by the end of the day. Poor thing. I know, his little button nose. Um, but yeah, it was it was a nice day out. I really like the seaside. I'd quite like to live by the seaside, would you? 
No. No? <laughs> no. Absolutely <laughs> fucking not. All so, right, get me off there. Next. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I purposely said it that rudely. Okay, so I was born in New Hampshire in uh-huh. the mountains next to a forest. It was Ooh, beautiful. Yeah. I went into the forest every day. I was oh. a little forestling fairy child. Sounds went lovely. skiing every winter, that mm. kind of deal. Then my parents thought it would be a really good idea to get like a vacation house Mm. on Cape Cod because they used to go there in the summers and they loved it. They were all about the beach. I think I must have been at some point as a child, but I can't recall those days. Okay. Um, So they got this other house right around the time they decided to get divorced. And Mm. so all of a sudden they're like splitting the time between the houses. We end up just moving to the Cape, both both parents, sets of parents. So I'm sitting there (laughs) like all of a sudden living on a beach essentially for all of my, you know, like preteens and teenage years. Uh, the awkward years. Yeah. And yeah. no one asked me. I did not want to live on a beach. I wanted to go live in the forest as a forest child. Yeah. And I developed or maybe always had this like sensory issue with sand. Uh. So I hate being covered in sand, which is what you do when you live on a sandbar your whole life. You know, uh. just constantly covered in sand. Yeah. No, that does sound a bit rough. Actually. And I burn like you and Ian burn. It's like. Not a good story. I have to have sun cream on 24-7. And yeah, I just was was not a fan. I really didn't like it. So I don't think I would be in a hurry to move back to a coastal location. Uh, I don't like water sports. You know, just not for me. Oh, fair enough, though. Yeah. I mean, do you like beach holidays? Or is it still kind of like... (laughs) No. (laughs) Fucking hate them. Burn the beaches. (laughs) Yeah, no, I'm not into it because I, I don't like sand. I don't like the sun. I don't want to go in the water. There's nothing there for me. Yeah, I was going to say, there's literally nothing there for you then because you just <laughs> everything that the seaside is. Yeah. Um, just no, I'm going to give that a just, just no. Just no, that's absolutely, f- so Worm's Head gets a just no? No, 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 no. You, you get a just yes because oh. of the sunflowers. The sunflowers and the hike oh. redeemed the story. It was lovely. Uh, and also, you're not me. You love the sea. So it's well, a just yes for you. You're going to get a point. Oh, thank you. Oh, cheers. But actually, do you know what? The more I think about it, I'm not sure I like the sea that much. Because um, mm. I'm scared of going in the sea barefoot. Because mine's, because you know when you can't see the bottom and you don't know what you're treading on. My, I think it was my sister or my brother. We were on a holiday in South France at the seaside. And they stepped on something and it like Ooh. bit them and they, I just mm. remember this like little crater in their foot and it's really Ooh. I don't know since then I've been like it's not safe so I'm a bit funny yeah. about going in the water so I'm a bit of a wuss really I think maybe I prefer like freshwater swimming but the last time I went freshwater swimming I came out with a rash and like Ooh, yeah. the worst rash like it was all over my body and I went to the doctor after like two weeks because I always put these things off and he was like Ooh. Uh, shit! <laughs> like where have you been? <laughs> Is that like a waterborne disease? <laughs> yeah, like he was like, uh, you know when they you can hear it, they're panicking in their voice, but then they're like, because yeah. he's like, oh, oh, it's it's up your back as well. Oh, it really has uh spread, oh, God, hasn't yeah. it? And I was like, yes, not me. Am I dying? Am I dying? Um, yeah. So my delicate skin doesn't really like anything like that. So 
Uh, and same with the pool. Last time I went swimming in a swimming pool, I came out with a rash behind my ears. So, <laughs> fuck knows. Dear me. I know my skin is just, oh, no. Nah, we just don't like anything that's slightly, of a slightly different pH to the air, mm. basically. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. That's fair. That's why, like, oh, oh, I embarrassed myself in front of my boss once. I was just thinking of like shower gels I use. You know those um what are they called? Original source, you know the mint ones? Yes. They're mm-hmm. really minty. So my boss yeah. was like, he came into work one day and he was like, Right, guys, does anybody want this like mint source uh like original source shower gel? Because I've ordered it by accident or I've got someone else's Tesco shop and anyway, I don't like this stuff. And without even thinking, forgetting where I was, I was just like Oh no, can't use that. It burns my bits. And everyone was like, yeah. <laughs> I was just gonna say that stuff burns your bits. <laughs> it burns my bits. And I was like, Rachel, what the fuck? And I was like, Oh god, I'm at work. <laughs> I'm at work. And I'll just tell everyone. It's <laughs> true though. It it's is true. not meant for your lady parts. No, absolutely not. It gets down there by accident. That is it. It's like, Oof. oh, it burns your bits. I mean, that's the only way I could express it. <laughs> in that moment <laughs> not oh actually it's not my it's not I don't it's not my favorite so I'll say no on this occasion no my <laughs> it burns my bits <laughs> but okay it's gotta burn everyone's bits it can, like even men it can't be no no what so and why do you have no you know people that it works for so Ian uses it religiously and I was oh. like Ian you don't use it down your little you know like your area do you and he's like yeah what do you mean I was like what? I was like, but it, doesn't it burn? And he's like, no, nah, not at all. It's fine. Oh, dear. Yeah, so I don't know whether it's just lady bits that it burns. Maybe it's just lady bits. I know. I do remember, this is oversharing as always, but... Oh, um... I love oversharing. I'm good at it. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> I feel like it's also like a public service announcement. Yeah. Um, so, like, I, my ex decided that... Uh, all on his own i did not ask for this i think i should really make clear before i say the okay next go sentence. he decided that he was going to get last longer condoms oh. that was how they were marketed makes you last longer oh, okay and i was like what what is this and it's like oh he's got some stuff in it that makes you <laughs> last longer Right. turns out it's got some kind of mental thing that like burns your bits and oh. so it doesn't make you want to come because it's like painful oh. <laughs> and i'm laughing because he put it on and it he was like howling in pain and oh, i thought no. it was the funniest thing <laughs> i mean to be honest there that's like the best contraceptive ever because you put it on and you're like actually i'm just not gonna bother yeah, exactly. <laughs> i'm gonna go to bed and still just go to sleep Oh, I thought it was so funny uh, oh. because, you know, he had done it to himself. <laughs> no one asked you to do that, dude. Oh, my God. But anyway, I always assumed that it, that it would have the same effect as the mint source shampoo, but I guess not. I guess not. No. Ooh. Yeah, but I mean, I don't use it for, for that that reason anyway. But um, how did we get onto that? Oh, yeah. Seaside. No idea. Delicate skin. Oh, no, there is a link. Yeah. Yeah. No, there is no, definitely there is. a link. Yeah. Um, but so I, I did get a point for that, did I? Worm's head yeah. and the delicate yeah. skin. Cool. Perfect. Um, let's just move on. Um, oh, but no, I think this is going to, I mean, it sounds like it's a bit rude, this, this next one. 
Because uh-huh. what is a quartz <laughs> pleasure wand? Yeah, yeah. Is that rude? That's exactly what you think it is. Oh, yeah. okay. Salve, what have you been up to? Have you been right. online shopping? I haven't because I don't use pleasure wands okay. for the exact reason that they're not, this particular variety is not good for you. Uh, I'm, I would be way too lazy to like properly wash a pleasure wand, right? So right. just don't bother. It cuts out all of the problems. <laughs> but I was, I'd gotten into like creeping on crystals lately. And I started following Pratt Daddy on Instagram, right. which is Spencer Pratt uh, and Heidi, whatever. <gasps> right, got you, yeah. Like their crystal company. <laughs> oh. Um, yeah, which if you watch The Hills, you you probably know what I'm on about. Oh, yeah, his crystals. Um, yeah, he's like obsessed with crystals and healing crystals and stuff. Yeah. And I used to always make fun of him. And then I started like going, oh, but crystals are pretty. And like it all started actually from a couple of podcasts ago where I wanted, was looking at mood rings. Oh, yes. And then yes. it started, Instagram started giving me ads for like moonstone rings. Ah, uh, yeah. And then I started following jewelers that sell moonstone rings. And then I started getting ads for like crystals. And I was like, I want crystals. Um, oh. So anyway, so I started following a couple like crystal accounts just because it was really pretty. And one of the like posts was, you guessed it, quartz pleasure wands. Pleasure wand. And I was like, there's no way mm. that that would be comfortable or like good for you. So I Googled it. Also out of curiosity, I think dark curiosity to see if they come in variety of shapes. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I just got all this information about how like quartz and other stone type things are quite porous. Uh, yeah. So bacteria can get in the pores of a stone even if you cleaned it Ugh. and like live there for a long time and give you toxic toxic shock i can't say that word toxic, toxic shock, shock syndrome, syndrome. <laughs> tss tss that's yeah TSS. uh so actually when you were talking about the moon cup earlier i was like oh, i wonder if the moon cup is too porous like, i don't know i started getting worried about porosity that's that it word? isn't it porousness um for the same reason tampons are bad so anyway that's where my search led me and how i got there um i i don't recommend it oh psa <laughs> That that is horrible. Yeah, I've just I just yeah. I was googling, I was looking at the at images of them because I was wondering whether at first it was just like not even shaped into anything and it was just like a bloody crystal that you yeah. just like, I, don't, I don't know because I know it just it sounds quite hippie and I was like oh the hippies yeah. maybe they just go in you know crystal yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. just raw dogging it, it. <laughs> oh god yeah but oh think of the shards think of the little oh, shards no. Of, yeah no so. So they are actually shaved into and, and shaped into, yes. um, you know. They look kind of like candles. They do actually. They're quite aesthetically pleasing. Yeah. yeah. You just you just have them as ornaments in your house, can you? Really, just on yeah. your on your mantelpiece. Yeah. Who am I, I kidding? We live in London. Who has a bloody mantelpiece here? No yeah, one. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh. But yeah, they are. I think if you didn't know what they were, I mean, they sort of look like they might be that, but. Not too much. They don't look like, you know, an actual anatom- anatomy or anything. Hmm. Yeah, mm. I don't know. Yeah, they're weird. So, so you weren't thinking of purchasing one then? You were just sort of... No. Just, just looking. Curious. Just curious. Mm, just look. Just browsing. Just browsing. Okay, just browsing. Okay, well, for that reason, 
Do I give you a point for that? I don't know. Because it all sounds a bit gross, to be honest. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, no, gross, because we shouldn't be encouraging people to do, to, you know, use things that that may give you TSS. So that's my my reasoning for for that one. Okay. I think. Excellent. (laughs) (laughs) It's all, the point system is just, you know, so arbitrary at this point. It really is. You know, any rationale could could be viable. Oh yeah, no, completely. I yeah. don't want to give you a point because my favorite color is blue. Like, absolutely, okay. No, absolutely, I can't do. Can't. Yeah, point taken. Point taken. Yeah. <laughs> this all works. I want to take that on board. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> oh god, I just yeah, and I think we're we're being too nice to each other. So I'm like deliberately yeah. trying to find reasons not to give points. Um, but that that's all I had was we don't want TSS from. We don't Quartz want TSS. Pleasure ones. Um, no. Also, this whole podcast is getting a bit, I don't know, blue. Blue? Oh, <laughs> blue right. Got you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Bit. I know what you mean. I'm the gutter. So, for that uh, reason, also, I'm going to give myself a just no. Just no. I, I know. We're feeling, I'm feeling in a very like oversharey mood today. Yeah. I know. It's not good. I'm having one of those moments where I've blacked out on everything I've said this podcast. And when I listen back to it, yeah. I'm going to be absolutely mortified. So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just because I forget that this is available to people who I perhaps <laughs> wouldn't want to listen, you hear me talk about. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. But whatever, anyway. you, you can't, you know, I'm just hanging out with you at the end of the day. This is what this is. We're just hanging out. Yeah, so exactly. it's not whatever. Um, it's fine. So, okay. Two, one. Mm-hmm. Uh, this, last, this last one's probably going to go in a wrong place as well. But oh, here God. we go. You've Googled Mormon underwear. Yeah. So, oh, really weird. I, d- I don't have any answers for you. So if you're looking for those, don't have them. Sorry. But... <laughs> Because I just, I don't know, there's, I reckon there's two different types of Googles, right? There's the ones where you absolutely want to find out everything about it, you know, from the date it was created, the reasons, whatever it is, mm. blah, 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 dates, stats, studies. Let's go. And then the other Google search is you just want to see pictures of it. And mm-hmm. this was one of those searches. I just wanted to, you know, like, what? Mormon underwear? What the fuck? Let's have a look. <laughs> that one of those, yeah. Um but apparently, just loosely, Mormons wear this type of underwear uh, that is, like, affectionately called magic underwear amongst Ooh. the Mormon community. And it's just really, it's really old-fashioned. So it's kind of like long johns, essentially, for both men and women, with, like, a vest-type thing that you tuck into the lower part. And... Yeah, you'll wear it. And apparently Mitt Romney wears it as well because he's a Mormon. Is that right? He is a Mormon, yeah. Yeah, he is. So apparently he wears it because he was papped and because of the flash, you could see, uh, you know, his under his Mormon underwear through, um, <laughs> yeah, through the flash, basically. I'm just having a look yeah. again. Not I'm like, also having a look. Yeah, I could tell because you could, I could hear you. Because I got quiet. And yeah, I'm yeah, yeah. Like... I can always tell when you're also <laughs> Can you see what I mean though? It's like weird. It's very weird. Yeah. yeah. But there's lots of Mitt Romney. <laughs> lots and lots of Mitt Romney on the Google images. But I don't yes. know why they wear it and why it's magical. Da, 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 da. It's a type of underwear. You're yeah, fine. We know that they wear it. 
um, purpose. Garment service. Constant reminder of the covenants they made in the temple. It provides protection against temptation and evil. Basically, nobody wants to sleep with you when you wear it. <laughs> That's what that's it's like ultimate Bridget Jones pants. Oh, and some. <laughs> the full jumpsuit. And some. I mean, in the winter, brilliant. I reckon that mm. would be quite, um, yeah, comfy, warm. I don't know. We all have our granny pants that we dig out, don't we, sometimes, during, you know, during a, a certain week, maybe, you know? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. But I, I mean, I actually need to get a bunch of new underwear because... I just got the cheapest possible crummy underwear oh, and it's same. not holding up well. You know what I mean? And it's oh, not yeah. comfortable and I don't look forward to it. But I've got one or two nice pants. And when it's time to wear the nice pants, I'm so excited. Yeah, so same. I don't know why I'm doing a disservice to myself. I don't just get all nice pants. Yeah, like I, I do that too. I have like certain pairs of pants where I'm like, oh, well, I'm not going to wear those today because it's a Tuesday and I'm not going to wear my best pants on a Tuesday, am I? <laughs> so I'll usually wear right. those on a weekend for some reason. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm going to relax for some nice pants. <laughs> exactly. Like, even in lockdown where, you know, I'm just going to like the living yeah. room in, you know, at my own house. Um, mm-hmm. I'd be like, well, I'll save those ones for Saturday night. Um but yeah, but it's, it's right though. Why can't we just have good pants for every day of the week? Like, why are we shortchanging ourselves? Why can't we just, we, you know, we should just go buy some new pants, Chloe. Yeah. We mm-hmm. should, I reckon we deserve to feel like we're wearing our best pants every day. <laughs> yeah. You know what it is though? Having thought through this just instantaneously, instant, instant In- I can't speak today. Oh, neither can I. My brain is actually <laughs> falling out of my eyes I, I don't even know what's going on <laughs> you know how hard it is to record a podcast when you can't form words I know and um, I just had that hot curry and I can feel my tummy just like slowly getting really angry at me as well so if you hear noises that's probably what it is not happy it's not happy. it's like the scene in bridesmaids <laughs> oh god mate seriously that was me this morning it was dangerous I was like oh god move aside <laughs> it's happening no seriously yeah Anyway, again, too much information. Anyway, oh, Rachel. Yeah, in, exactly. I don't know what's wrong with us. Oh, okay, yeah. instantaneously, I was thinking through the process. I was like, yeah, I'm going to get myself nice pants. And yeah. my brain said, right, okay, where are you going to go get your nice pants? And I was like, oh, okay, Victoria's Secret. And then I realized the reason I don't have nice pants is that nice pants cost money. Yeah. And when I get to the till or when I get to the shopping cart or wherever it is, I'm like, but they're just pants, you know? Yeah. I should just get cheap pants. Yeah. And then I end up getting crummy pants that, like, chafe and are uncomfortable. And it's not good. No, I know. I feel like, ah, oh. It's the same with bras, though, isn't it? Because I, I feel like I've got, like, some bras that I've sort of delegated to when I'm, you know, really uncomfortable. And I just want to be, like, really, you know, like, T-shirt bras where all the wire is gone and there. Oh, yeah. But then I'm like, why don't I just chuck that bra and just get something nice? So I actually bought a bra at the weekend, but it wasn't a nice one. It was just like because my last one was on its last legs. I haven't got a clue what size I am. It's really doing my head oh, in. Me either. I haven't got a clue. Me either. I actually tried to measure myself the other day because similarly, I have two bras, Rachel. Right. What is, that's bras. not enough, is it? It's not enough. I wear the same bra all the time. It's disgusting. I understand. Don't at me. 
but like <laughs> it's it's on its last legs might as well like the cups are falling out of the yeah. material because the material's ripped yeah the underwire is poking out i have to stick it back in all the time the straps are falling down because they're way too stretched out yeah I hate that. it's time to get a new bra okay yeah but i won't do it and i can't do it why again a good bra costs money that's comfortable yeah. And two, I can't figure out what bloody size I am. No, I haven't got a clue. Like, I bought one because I, I felt like my last ones were too small. So I went a bigger cup size. And I actually do think it it fits me. But looking down, I'm like, I am not this busty. This is weird. Like, I'm looking down mm. now and I feel like more, my toes are more covered than they usually are. <laughs> you know, I can't see as much yeah. of my yeah, I don't know. It, yeah, and I just, I, I feel like the, the cups are too big. And I'm like, I don't want to be a busty woman. Because in my head, I'm like, I don't want to be a busty woman. Because that's when it's no, like. me either. Because I like wearing band t-shirts and like big loose yeah. t-shirts. And if you're busty, it makes you, it sits weird and it, it drapes off you like mm-hmm. a tent. And then you look twice the size you actually are. And it's just, I'm just not ready to be a busty woman. No, no, I agree. I actually had a similar thought. I had to get pick up my bridesmaid dress the other day from the operations. Which is beautiful, place. by the way. Thank you, Lil. Love it, love it. Um, And I tried it on, and the whole reason I went to get it altered is I felt my boobs were hanging out of it. And yeah, like, not a nice not feeling. for a wedding. I don't want it to look like that. Mm. And he had fixed it mostly, and then I realized that the reason I can't make my boobs look any smaller is that they're not any smaller, and I was upset. I was like, I don't want these boobs. Right. I just want to be like one of these, oh, again, like, you know, one of these yeah. like, European women who are like, oh, I just put on yes. this vest, and oh, I'm so classy, you know? Exactly. I'm just not. With me, it's like, I'm bloody. Actually, have you seen, do you know Daisy Mae Cooper? She's, um... She wrote uh, this country. She's like comedian and comedy writer. Mm-hmm. She she's so. oh she's brilliant. She's just very funny on Instagram. But she started a hashtag which is like, what can you fit under your tit or something? Because <laughs> <laughs> there was like this picture of like this woman with like you know very neat round little boobs and like she was like, oh look, I can hold a a pen under my boob. I'm so womanly and oh lovely. And she's like, look, I've got a bloody broomstick under mine beat that and then it just turned into this like fucking hashtag and these women have got like irons this one woman's got like a <laughs> bottle of gin and she's pouring herself a gin <laughs> under her boob so there are benefits <laughs> yeah this is true this is very true i love that but um yeah well hmm I don't think i'm going to give you a point because you didn't give me the history yeah i know and i had to google it because I couldn't also I also couldn't picture the description. Yeah. So okay. so no on that one. But I think what we can take away from this is that we need to go underwear shopping. Yeah, actually, like honestly, when it feels like safe again or whatever, I mean it is. I, I I've been in and out of shops these this last week actually. It's felt very naughty, but it is actually allowed, so it's fine. Anyway, let's not go down that rabbit hole. But this is great. <laughs> You've actually managed not to give me a point this week. I feel like I know. You, you, yeah. I can't believe it. Well done. I'm proud of you. Thank you. Thank you. So, <laughs> so this is the decider then, because this is your last search. So we could oh. either end up on a draw again, quite predictably, or um, yeah, or I could. So anyway, I'll ask. I'm not sure I'm going to say this right. Herculaneum, Herculaneum documentary. Mm-hmm. Lovely. 
Okay, I have no idea why I decided I needed to watch a documentary about Herculaneum. Right. The other day, I think it was the weekend, I was like, I want to watch just a really nice, historical, feel-good documentary. Yeah. And I think I had come across... Oh, I think I'd come across it like somebody travel blogged at Herculaneum and I'd never heard of it before. Mm. And I realized that it is another preserved city 10 miles away from Pompeii. Right. That's even more preserved than Pompeii. And I had never heard of it. So I looked up Herculaneum documentary, Mm. found one, BBC, class. Oh, BBC, Uh, they do a good document. Yeah. Yeah. They do. Oh, my goodness. Um, So I went into Herculaneum. And I learned all about what these ancient Romans were eating. Uh, I learned that they had black peppercorn, which came from India at the time, which was really Mm. exotic. But even like the really lower class slaves could afford it. I mean, I guess if you're a slave, you don't afford anything. But, you know, you know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, (laughs) And I learned that they freed their slaves pretty commonly and allowed them to become full citizens of Rome like... When they turned 30, which I guess is quite old for mm. old times. But that was quite good. So there was like the whole sa- like town of Herculaneum was basically freed slaves. Uh, and they all did pretty well for themselves. And it was really interesting. Um, that's all I really learned. I don't know. It, I guess what made it more preserved than Pompeii is like the it was much closer to Vesuvius. So the right. flow the, the was a lot thicker and higher. So it covered the city like and preserved it perfectly and didn't have any erosion or anything so when they dug down however many meters they had to dig down um they were finding like houses that were like two and three stories tall still oh wow and in pompeii it's all pretty much ruins so yeah Ah, yeah i was gonna say so i'm guessing hercule 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 i can't write whatever that town (laughs) i'm guessing that town uh, you know, sort of perished in the same way as Pompeii then, but just mm-hmm. because of its closeness to Vesuvius, it's even more, ah, even more preserved. Yeah. That's quite cool. I've always, oh, I, it is really fascinating that sort of thing. I used to, I think as kids, you always find like volcanoes and shit like that just absolutely yeah. fascinating. Um, have, have you been to Pompeii or anything? No, but I used to be the same. same sort of thing i was kind of obsessed with the concept of pompeii yeah and with vesuvius i remember i i took latin in in high school to get out of having to take gym class clever girl my uh guidance counselor my long-suffering guidance counselor that i've mentioned several times know, probably. you need to shake that person's <laughs> hand and be like thank you yeah so i convinced my guidance counselor to let me take latin so i wouldn't have to take gym and we watched a documentary about Vesuvius for no reason other than I think he didn't know what else to teach us that day and I was so happy my little heart <laughs> oh oh bless oh no I, I, I love shit like that I just like looking at photos of the volcanoes although it does sound absolutely terrifying because you know you see all those um there's that that famous uh picture of like that it's a couple aren't they and they're just embracing I think mm. as the well as the magma has come down, I suppose the lava. Um, oh, it's really scary. I, I I don't fancy it myself. No, the word pyroplastic flow is like a horror film word yeah. for me because I'm like, 
oh no, it's coming to get you. Oh god, it just sounds awful. It degrees hotter than the sun. You know, that's that's not at all accurate, but you know what I mean. <laughs> I know what you mean. I know what you mean. <laughs> oh, look at you though, trying to you know find some documentaries to watch. I mean, I, hmm. I've just been watching trash. I just. I, yeah, I need to watch documentaries. I feel like my vocabulary is really suffering lately. Yeah, same. I think I need to watch yeah. documentaries more because I think it might help me and I need to grow my mind. But So for that reason, I want to give you a point because you've inspired me because I oh, think... Thanks. No, because that's a really that's a good thing to... You know, because usually I'm just like, oh, I might watch... What have I been watching? I don't even know what I've been I am so tired. Also, I think I know <laughs> why um, this podcast is a little bit more blue and I'm sharing more information. Um, I've been sipping on a glass of Prosecco, so mm. I think maybe my guard is down. That'll do it. Yeah, because I've never, I just fancied a glass of Prosecco. I was like, right, sod it. I'm having a, I found a bottle in the fridge and I was like, I'm having one glass, which I've done. Oh, lovely. So that's I don't Friday have night. an excuse, but... Uh... We're tired. You know, maybe I'm just picking up on your vibes and just going with it. Yeah, I'm leading you down the gutter. I'm like, <laughs> Chloe, tell us about your pants. <laughs> tell us about your pants. Tell us about your pants. <laughs> and what body washing burn your bits. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, dear. I'm going to have fun editing this. I'm just going to want to cut everything I say out. But absolutely feel free to cut out like 25 minutes of this. No, because we have an hour quota. I think we have an hour. Yeah, I can't cuss out. Oh, God. Oh, well, God. it's uh, predictably, guess what the score is? 2-2. Two, two. Yeah, 2-2. Two, two. So we have no winner. Instead, <laughs> 22. Two little ducks. Two little ducks. Quack, quack. Oh, I want to go to bingo. Should we go to bingo soon? Are they open yet, bingo? Even... Bowling. Yeah, Bowling alleys are I open. I feel like it's not. You don't want to risk COVID just for bingo. What do you mean? That's going to be the last thing you... <laughs> what do you mean? What do you mean? I went to bingo one night. Fantastic time. This woman won £9,000, right? And she was so Whoa. chilled. They called her thing. She was like, bingo. And she just sort of like strolled up to the thing to collect it. She's so chill. I would have been like climbing the the rafters. I would have been so excited. Like nine... Which bingo place did you go to camden the one in uh camden it was just what's it called it's nothing fancy it's just like a mecca mecca oh. bingo but i was gonna say was it mecca bingo yes it was <laughs> mecca bingo um mecca bingo. no we, we went uh me and lauren one night she was just like do you want to play bingo i was like lol for yeah go on and had a I crack it's stressful yeah, i only went stressful. once because my ex did at the time and still works at a mecca bingo mecca bingo and uh i felt i'd be a you know go in solidarity had to get a bingo membership card Ooh. um i guess they don't do that anymore but yeah mecca wouldn't let you in without a membership card Aww. and then uh played bingo found it very stressful because you get like three or four cards or something and they all have you know numbers one to a hundred and you have to just find the number really quick when mm. you read them out that's not how I played bingo as a kid, you know, and yeah. you know what I mean, like B I N G O, and I was like not prepared for the high volume of stress. And there's people there was like mecha bingo dobbers they call them, and you were just like, oh yeah, 
do 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 oh, yeah, like no, marking no. like pen cards. I was like, what? The yeah, fuck? it's quite it's quite impressive, isn't it? And I definitely mm. didn't understand the rules for the first few cards either. And I was like, oh my god, bingo! And they were like, no, that's like no, fucking sit down. <laughs> At one point, I was like, oh my god, it's it's happening. I'm gonna get thrown out of bingo. But no, it was okay. It was okay. But I didn't win anything. But Janet mm. went home with her nine thousand pounds and was so chill about it. Mm. And I was like. Janet, I don't think you deserve that £9,000 because you don't even look happy about it. That could change my life. That could pay off debt. Well, maybe it's, you're not happy about it if you've gone to bingo every night and you've spent £18,000. Oh, yeah, so. that's the point, actually. Uh, In a way. Right, so statistically, <laughs> she's actually down, yeah. isn't she? Right, I feel yeah. better about that. I'm, yeah. I'm going to look it up. Yeah, it is. But I'm going to look it up and see... I'll probably sleep on it and I'll be like, what was I thinking, bingo? But... Uh, I might Google it and see if we can go. I just, I feel, I want to do exciting things in London again because I miss London yeah. pre-lockdown, but I will come and see you as well at some point. Mm-hmm. I will. Yeah, come to Draco. That'll be exciting. Yes, that'll be nice. And it'll be just as thrilling as Bingo. <laughs> oh, exactly. Let's do that then. Perfect. Or maybe I can some Bingo cards and we can play, play Bingo on our own. I was not saying no. It's the, you need the it's the lights it's the music it's the you know i don't know can't, um, the ambiance of bingo is just so much yeah the je ne sais quoi of the bingo hall <laughs> bloody hell i'm prematurely aging right i'm gonna call it a day here because i'm waffling now and yeah. yes i can always talk to you after i stop for thing for recording take me to bed <laughs> Anyway, too old. Okay. And I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> okay, love you, bye. Love the bye.